How do people who have lost themselves, I mean, those who are really tired of living a life that the world has told them they should be living, finally start to find their own voice and live authentically? They listen in and take action towards discovering who they are originally, tuning in and following their true North Star to the life that they've always known has been calling them. It's your girl, Rafiat. But we're friends now, so you can call me Fifi or Rafi. That's cool. And welcome to FYFM. Follow your first mind podcast. And if you felt that way, then this podcast is for you. Let's jump into it. Welcome to Follow Your First Mind. Thank you for being here. It is my joy to introduce Casia Baker. She's a self-love mentor, author, and host of Dear Self-Love, the podcast. Hey, <laughs> Big things are happening since the time that we recorded them, so I'm really excited to see her podcast. It's out now. We recorded this episode maybe almost probably over a year ago. It was spring 2021 that recorded this. So I'm really um, excited to put this out there and have you guys see the wisdom, hear the wisdom from Casia and myself. To Casia, self-love is not a destination, but a lifestyle. And ooh, yes, I love that. It is a lifestyle. It's who you embody and who you become and who you are. Self-love for me really means getting to know myself, building that intimacy that I would try to build someone else. You know, imagine you're dating and you know, or you're in a relationship, you're trying to build int- intimacy with them. For me, self-love is really building that intimacy within myself, with between me and God and God in me. You know what I mean? This episode really brought to heart the importance of loving yourself to me. And what I mean by that and what I really got from that is really getting to know yourself. So I'm talking about cultivating presence and intimacy with yourself. Truly truly getting to know what are your likes, what are your hobbies, what are your interests, what are your irritants, like what gets on your nerves, (laughs) what are your fears, your ambitions, and your desires. And, you know, just a little stuff. Like, how do I like my hair? (laughs) I can't even say a little stuff because hair is a big deal. You know what I mean? Really getting to know who are you truly? What are your values? Right? For me, the understanding those different parts, well, I should say that. For me, being open and being willing to understand these different parts of you, these different parts of me among others has really helped me to foster deeper intimacy within myself and that in itself has been a spiritual kind of journey and personal development journey um so all that keep all that in mind you're thinking of self-love in terms of this episode so please enjoy this conversation as we journey into the love of self and its connection to intuition Hi, everyone. My name is Casia Baker, and I am the, I guess, owner, not owner, CEO of the movement Dear Self Love. I am a 27-year-old mother of a one-year-old who you guys might hear in the back of this audio today, but we're keeping it fully authentic. So, yes. This is life. (laughs) Yeah. Do um, you want me to go straight into why I started it? Or Yeah, no, I'll let you in. So, hey, guys, welcome, welcome. Um, yes. So, actually, I would like to start off with the first question, which is what does your intuition look like or feel like to you? So, my intuition looks like and feels like it can be a little bit tricky with that question because mm-hmm. I don't think that I've even grasped like what my full intuition is yet. I think I'm still slowly tapping into that. So, I don't want to just give like an answer, but on days, I can say my mother's intuition. I can mm. speak on that. 
um, that feels like fear most of the time. That feels like confusion. Mm. um, And that feels like um, the unknown because I'm in a space of just not knowing a lot when it comes to motherhood, even though I am an ECE, Um, just dealing with my own daughter and my own experiences of motherhood can be different. My intuition as a woman I would say that looks like strength most of the time because um, I've learned to be strong when I'm especially nervous or be strong in times where I feel defeated. So my mother's intuition looks like fear. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. It makes sense though. Like I am a mother yet myself and I can imagine that especially with your first child, it's the Mm -hmm. unknown, right? So a lot of your um, quote unquote, the bells and the whistles, they're all going off wondering what's kind of going on. Okay, (laughs) That makes sense. Thank you for being honest and saying that because I'm not sure if a lot of um, a lot of women will really speak to the fact that, yeah, we don't know what's going on. And just no. because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I have all the things figured out. And like, because you're seriously. saying, PC background, like, I'm sure some yeah. people say to you, like, oh, my gosh, of course, no problem. Like, all you're the so time. awesome. <laughs> all the time. Oh, you know what? You should know. You're an ECE. Like, mm. even with, like, um, my child's father, his mother, she had, like, a conversation with me about nutrition, mm. but my daughter, like, not eating the healthiest or whatever. My daughter doesn't like to eat fruits and vegetables and that is my fault most kids okay yeah right <laughs> so um she's also from like a African background so mm-hmm. she in her mind it's just like why you know and she's like you're an ECE you should know mm-hmm. and I was like yeah but also as an ECE I know that every child is different so I don't try to enforce things yes um, I could be more abrasive with giving her fruits and vegetables, like not giving her that choice of like what she can and can't eat in that sense. Mm. But she's also human. And I do believe in, in choice as a human being, no matter how small you are, children understand you were once a child. You always like a lot of children have that fear mm. of like not having a choice. So I'm speaking from my own motherhood part. So yeah, that's a good point question. because I really believe that that's kind of the reason why we all kind of have to learn, as you're saying, you're kind of learning what your intuition is. I feel like that's why we have to mm-hmm. learn what our intuition is now as adults. Um, yes. Because as a child, maybe we were told to stifle that uh, that mm-hmm. that inkling or that feeling that we have. And so therefore mm-hmm. it's hard for us to now articulate what yes. that is for us because of a lot Especially of our culture. Especially that, yes. You know, it's, we both mm-hmm. talk about both Caribbean background, like I'm exactly. half Nigerian, half Jamaican. And so yeah. my household's like, do what you say, do as I say, sorry. And so exactly. you know what that looks like. And everybody else who yeah. have those kind of parents, you know what it looks like. It's, yeah. you know, <laughs> you it's know? cycling. Yeah. It's like, where's my choice? What can I do for myself? But mm. we try to be understanding because, you oh, know, sure. Our parents come from uh, a generation where do as they were told. So people yeah. only do, people are only ever going to do what they see, not only yeah. what they're taught. Like we only mm. do what we see. So I, I don't try to be offended anymore. Mm, I just can. think like, yeah. understand where she's coming from. And, mm. you know, it's she can try too. to understand where I'm coming from. Right. Mm. So that's okay. just it. Opening up the lines of communications. I yes. See. That's good. Yes. That's good. Because um, how else is she going to know that there is different out there, that you can give them choice and they'll still be okay, you know? Exactly. I think that's part of it, right? They feel like you're not going to grow up to be a good person or something if, you know, Seriously. I don't give you these rules. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's jump into a little bit about your story. So your story is pretty interesting. Yes. So I'll let you tell it. Um, and I'd love to kind of hear about how your journey has kind of brought you to here uh, mm-hmm. before self-love so what was that like for you and how did intuition kind of play into yeah me figuring out life at the moment mm-hmm. so before like me even understanding self-love before I even knew who I was I can only speak from perspective now but um I was a girl who was on the search of love I from since I could remember like being a teenager I wanted a boyfriend like I wanted to have a boyfriend. I wanted to just feel like in love. Like it wasn't even like fairy tale. I just wanted a boyfriend. And my idea of um, relationships were always, oh my God, I don't want this to ruin your podcast. It's okay, don't worry. (laughs) You know what? Let me put her in the room. Hold on. (laughs) She's like, I want to join too. (laughs) I just took her out the chair. She should be good. Um, I just always wanted a boyfriend and I, my, my ideas of relationships were always like 
dysfunctional. You know, like yes. whenever I thought of like a boyfriend, it was like me and him were going to be arguing 24 mm. seven. And that's what I got. Struggle, Every though. time I got into a relationship, I would either get cheated on. If I didn't get cheated on, I would be ar- like arguing to the point that like I couldn't handle it. And oh. this cycle really continued until I was like in my early 20s. And from what I told you in my story, I was in a relationship that I didn't know how to get out of. Mm. Right. And I wanted to be out of it. And I was working at a store and my coworker had given me a book about self-love by Miss Louise Hay. Oh, mm. love that book. That's like my holy grail. And I, after I discovered that book, it was like things were opening up for me. Like mm. I was discovering what I needed for myself. I was understanding that there is love out there that can be gentle, that can be kind, you know, um, but I'll, all of that starts with me. Um, I didn't fully understand that for a while. And I was just still going back and forth with the bad relationships until I met my child's father, like all respects to him. He is like, even though we're not together anymore, he has been such an integral part of my journey because it wasn't until I like was immersing into his world, kind of, he's like, a lot of people know him, but it's whatever. Uh, He's like, he does like poetry and all that kind of stuff. And when I was immersing into his world, I was seeing different things too, but it wasn't until he was running this page originally to your self-love. And he decided like, you know, you should take it over. Like we had like this conversation, like I was telling him the same thing. Like I've been doing self-love for so long and da da da. And he decided like, yeah, you can take it over. And I did struggle with having this page in the beginning because it's always like a journey, you know? And when I got pregnant, I took a big hiatus from the page. And then I came back. I still wasn't feeling it because after you have a baby, like you're not the same person. So it's like a whole caterpillar becoming a different butterfly. And here I am now, like stepping into who I truly like feel like I am. Like, I know this is my purpose because I wake up And I want to do things that inspire people. I want to just always spread self-love to other people around, like in the community of Instagram, because it's just like, it feels right to me, you know? So yeah, I don't know if I'm over talking. I don't even know if I no, I no, go continue. <laughs> it's okay. I'll definitely jump in. I know people are like it's okay. Listen, I like to listen um, yeah. as well. I learn. I learn with every conversation, and so a yes. lot of it's taking information. And so I want to ask you though about that girl that you were before you spoke to not like that wanting of a boyfriend and I resonate mm-hmm. with that because I felt like I was that person I wanted yeah. that love I felt like oh my gosh all my friends have someone everybody else in my life has someone why can't yeah. I find someone and it was really hard for me to come to that realization like oh girl you don't actually love yourself like that's mm. why the relationship that you went through you went through you didn't love yeah. yourself so you didn't know what love looked like so you fell for a lot of things that weren't love exactly um, And so for you in that time, like, Mm -hmm. what would you tell that girl then about love? Oh, beautiful question. Um, I would definitely look at myself and say, love is nothing without you. Mm, You have to be in that equation of love. I would let her know that she is the epitome of everything great. Like, think about just why you're here. Think about who you are, who you need to be in 10 years. Mm. Ask yourself, are these guys going to take you to where you need to be in 10 years? No. Wow. Like, look at, just look at the way, like, I think for a long time too, I wanted love because my parents, Mm. like, you know, like, it's just so much, I'm getting so emotional because when you think about the unpacking that you have to do, like, just being like a first generation child in this country and like, how much unpacking your parents have to do because they're also human. It's just all of this would have been understood if there was more of a conversation about love in my family. Like my mom Mm -hmm. just simply saying, I love you. Or my dad just being around more, you know, no Mm -hmm. fault to them, but just doing those certain things. But I think that's why I'm here because I had to learn. Right. It it was, it was my duty to break that curse in my family. Like I know for sure, no matter what my daughter's going to know love from mommy and daddy, because we make that very clear. We know that as parents, we always have a duty. Like I remember when I was pregnant and, you know, we were having a rough patch from then and we looked at each other and we said, you know, no matter what, we want this child to understand that she is loved by us. And that's just it. Like that was always our bottom line. So when Amani sees her mom and dad together, we don't argue. We just like, we laugh, we talk, we, we're good, you know, because the baby's there. 
so like if people just understood like that's all that life is like just mm-hmm. love especially my 16 year old self you are love life is love everything around you was love just experience it don't go searching for it it's already there you have it wow, you know don't that. go searching thank it's you already there. It's too. already there I think we really didn't realize that that's a really big learning mm-hmm. that it is already here we live in the present like oh, literally <laughs> present and we forget that right like for me I'm a big believer um and what I mean by believers I believe in Jesus Christ and so for me it's like Mm -hmm. wow God is love and so really coming to that realization that like oh love has always been there like always 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 always. because I have been here and as long as I get back to right now yeah moment I can also feel that huge Mm. so freeing it's huge it is it is so freeing like especially knowing that God is love because I remember a part of my journey too um it was a lot of a spiritual aspect for me like Mm -hmm. learning about like I didn't go I went to a Catholic school growing up but my mom wasn't like a church going lady on Sundays so like Mm -hmm. a lot of what I learned was like from reading books and I I got into Joyce Myers and I love her story and everything she talked about was just so beautiful so Mm -hmm. I learned to build a foundation of faith because you are nobody if you don't have to answer to somebody above. And I think people, I think we live in a society that tries to wash away the ideas of um, faith and religion, but religion is just a a bunch of strict rules sometimes, but your faith and your spirituality with someone above. And I like to keep it just like that, just for the Mm -hmm. audience, because I am what I believe in and people have their own beliefs, but you need to have Mm -hmm. that as a foundation in your life. If you don't answer to anybody, you will always run into mistakes. Like, that's what I've learned in my journey. I need to answer to someone above me, which is Mm. God. And I don't mean human entity. I mean, like, a spiritual Spiritual higher force who wakes me up every day, who can stop my life in the second. Mm. I answer to that person. And that's Mm. just it. Like, Mm. nobody else. Right? So. Come on. I think that's powerful, right? Yeah. The root of self-love. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's the root of self-love. When you understand that, man, he can, like, literally, he wakes me up and he puts me to sleep every single day. And I owe him my life. Um, daily whatever you call your power power to be but for me that's mm-hmm. what it is um, exactly like when I really start to accept my own self is when I really accept it, like oh he loves me regardless so therefore yeah. I can love me regardless exactly you got it nail on the bud right there girl yeah. that's it that's okay. it. So talk to me about how do you feel like your gut um, or your intuition led mm-hmm. you from those relationships? Like when was that moment where you're like, okay, mm, mm-hmm. this is not the business. <laughs> yeah. What am I moving into? <laughs> um, I would say usually it was my mom. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, her intuition is amazing <laughs> when it mm-hmm. came to partners. Um. I think in a lot of my relationships in the beginning, my mom would always say like the person, if the person was like someone who lasted a while, her, her first thought was always like, yeah, that person's good, you know, continue with them. If it wasn't good from the beginning, she never changed. So, um, in a lot of my relationships, when it came to the end, I started like opening up to my mom about how I was feeling and she would say, just leave. Like you have family here. You don't need to stick around somebody like that. Like always just leave. Just get up and leave. Like, even with my child's father, my mom loves him. So that's different. But she she always said to me, like, if you don't feel right, you have to go. Because yeah. now you have a daughter who's looking at that, right? That's true. So wow. you have to make that decision. So usually, like, yeah, my mom is that guiding answer. Like, wow. once I speak to her, I know, like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's it. I can mm. be strong. That's it. I yeah. love that because I think people really underestimate the power of our support systems mm. um, and how there truly is sometimes, not for everyone, I granted, I understand, but mm. for some folks, there really is your a, a cheerleader or, you know, that backbone support that really is looking out for your best interest. And mm-hmm. it's okay sometimes to borrow their strength when you just don't know or you're in confusion or you just don't got it, you know? Trust me. Um, you know what I think um, we need to understand in this world too. We don't strive without community. A part yes. of I'm writing my book, so a part hey. of so, yeah, exclusive, right? I told you, yes. you heard it here first. Yes, okay. I was. I need a soundboard. I need. Yeah, I need right. <laughs> you heard it here first. 
And a chapter in my book talks about community because I think people get confused about self-love at the aspect of just one person. I cannot be who I am without my community, without my tribe. I am nobody without my tribe. I cannot grow. I cannot be in general Mm. without them because who do I fall back on when I need advice? I don't have all the answers in the world. Mm. Yes, this is true. (laughs) I can't get to where I am without asking people and you got to keep your tribe um, consistent. Mm -hmm. Like make sure these people are for you. And the more you deepen yourself into self-love, you'll realize the people who are there for you. They're always Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Like I I have my best friend who I can call if like I was to jump off a mountain. Hey girl, I'm about to jump off a mountain. Come save me. Okay. (laughs) 2.5 seconds, you know, and I would do the same for her my mother forever a backbone, you know, I don't know what I would do without my mom. So cliche, but I love that lady. You know, I love my, my child's father. He is a part of my tribe. Now he is someone who, if I'm in need, I know I can be like, what's up? Like I need this. If he's in need, he knows I'll be there for him too. You know, good or bad. Like I have my tribe and it just keeps growing because I have different people for different things. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I talk so much, but it's okay. No, go for it. Um, me and my best friend were having a heart to heart last week, you know, just about some like childhood traumas and stuff. And I said to her, you know, this is why I love having you as a friend, because I know that I can always call you, but I'm always cautious about, you know, pouring my heart out to people because I also have to know you're here for me too. Like yes. if you're mentally in that space as well. That's and true. we just made a pact that day that like, you know, like, if we call the other person and we realize that person's not mentally there, we're going to deal with those emotions and regroup when we're both on that same level. And wow. to me, that there's nothing more special yeah. than someone like that in my life. You know, like For sure. that transparency my is amazing. That's and that's amazing. just it, right? I love oh, that. I love amazing. that. And I feel like we need to have more of those conversations. It's interesting. Yes. My sister and I were having a similar conversation um, about the agreement like you're going into mm-hmm. agreement with someone and sometimes mm-hmm. I think you make the agreements without mm-hmm. actually talking to the person like you know mm-hmm. you're having these expectations for the person um mm-hmm. and you're not really realizing that maybe they're not here with you but I love the fact mm-hmm. that you guys are open and honest with each other and are in that context and say listen that's how much we love each other we want to support each other in the best way possible yes. and mm-hmm. so sometimes that looks like you got to deal with your shit on yourself yes, you know on your own. Mm-hmm. because I I can't, I can't hold space for you yeah and that's that's okay that's That's okay okay. (laughs) like sometimes we cannot hold space for every anybody else's bullshit like at all so have you been feeling the pressure of all the things in your life well let's chat you can book a free 30 minute self-love check-in with me today it's kind of like talking to a friend but about those sticky you know emotional mental or spiritual things that you just can't bring yourself to talk about to your friends yet let's talk because you're not alone schedule your one-on-one private self-love spiritual and mental health check-in today but don't delay because i only open limited spots each month so head over to rafiatamid.com and click on the link that says book your self-love check-in today again that's rafiat amid.com talk to you soon can't wait to chat with you like sometimes we cannot hold space for every anybody else's bullshit like at all and i like that she used the word agreement because i was just talking i was just watching Ileana fix my life and she used that word when it came i love that show it's like a holy grail for me honestly like i feel so much watching that show in general she's she's definitely anointed amazing oh But she used the word agreement when it came to like personal relationships, especially like romantic. Mm. And she said a lot of the times when in a perspective of a man cheating, a lot of women will look at the man cheating and blame it on themselves. But what they really need to understand is that man doesn't have even integrity for himself because he made an agreement with you to be in a relationship and to be exclusive. He broke that contract now. Yes. So if someone breaks a contract, they're not even... They're not even, they don't have integrity for themselves. That means they'll break their own contracts with themselves. They're not consistent, you know? Mm. So think about those things. And I I truly think in this this period of my life where I'm single, um, 
I don't, I don't even think about dating right now. And that's a new thing for me. And it's not only because I have a daughter. I just think that I'm in a point in my life where I can't make an agreement to someone. I don't think I can go into a contract and not break it. Right. I'm not do the things I say I'm supposed, like I can't do it. I can't make that commitment. I know when I will be, but right now is not the time. So it's that. a lot of reflecting and everything. That's self-aware. That's self-awareness. Yeah. I'm definitely in that same space. Um, yeah. Because a lot of healing that has to happen on our own. A lot and I of think healing. that we have to also understand that your singledom is a special time too. Oh, and I think before so when I was in that, that young girl who was afraid of like, you know, I want a boyfriend, whatever. I think yeah. I was so scared of being lonely. Yes. Um, but now in this time, it's like, no, mm-hmm. I can enjoy me, get to yes. know me and yeah. what God has for me right now. Like 100%. if I was still with my, uh, my ex-partner at the time, I could not even be doing this right now. And so I wouldn't even be here. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. you have to understand that sometimes there's seasons in your life that you got to just chill by yourself so yeah. you can grow into whatever it is that you need to do. And then, so as you said, you'll be filled, like you'll be able to make that um, commitment to that person or that agreement mm-hmm. with that person. Because yeah, it is an agreement. Yes, right? it is an else. agreement. You, you're, you're both coming together and, you know, you have these same goals in the beginning. Yeah. And I think it's so funny because social media is also another place that just like makes me like cringe sometimes <laughs> because people will say things like, oh, if Beyonce can get cheated on, so will I. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. Mm. I'm not Beyonce. Mm. I'm not going to deal with bullshit like Beyonce. Okay. True. Beyonce true. can get cheated on and she can say that I will not. <laughs> but you have to also think about it. What people forget. Like, Beyonce their contract their agreement is a lot different than that our ours. agreement exactly. they got billions of dollars tied together that's different i'm not saying that that's why she should have stayed or anything yeah. like that i'm just saying but their different. contract you cannot compare. exactly <laughs> and i like that you use the word contract again because when you put in that perspective for people it's like whoa like yeah you're right like did I like, yeah, she has that agreement with him. <laughs> we don't. So don't tell me that because Beyonce got cheated on. I, no, no, I'm not taking not that. Sure. <laughs> I, I definitely believe that was you're saying, like I watched that episode yeah. of Lama as well. And I thought that was beautiful yes. when she put it because it's true. That person does not have integrity. Um, no. And integrity is very important. I think because we're able to let it slip because we don't have enough integrity with ourselves. Exactly. And I think when we start to love ourselves more, we garnish that integrity. Like it starts mm-hmm. coming out and you don't want to accept things. One of the things I learned was, oh I got standards now <laughs> you know yeah I mean? right Before, I thought what happened to myself they disappeared but now I got yeah. standards they just came in once you start loving yourself you're like oh no I like that I'm gonna make that a real I yes, like that please. I got standards now yes. I like it's a whole thing right yeah um and I feel like we 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 start accepting things that we shouldn't accept um yes. from, people around, from ourselves right when we yeah. let our standards go um, it's so true mm girl let's so talk true. about this uh like it's very interesting also very timely mm-hmm. usually in my life I've been thinking a lot about uh covenants and marriage and things like that mm-hmm. um because I am single I still I still want those things in my life of course yeah however now it's what do you think about really understanding who you are before mm-hmm. entering those kind of those kind of agreements like it mm-hmm. I don't think I really understood like my parents were together for 20 I'm going to say like 25 years before they got divorced. Yeah. They were together for a long time. Oh, okay. Um, it just divorced. didn't work out. Life, yeah. You know? Then they got divorced. But I still don't even think I really understood the weight of what that means and how mm-hmm. you have to play. So what do you think about entering that contract without loving yourself? Okay. Well, if you enter a marriage without loving yourself, you're doomed to fail in that marriage because you're always looking to that partner to fill voids for you. Mm. Um. There, you're gonna look for that partner for love. You're gonna look for that partner for questions about what you should do with yourself. When everything you have to do yourself, like I think when it comes to marriage and building a life with somebody else, mm. you really have to know you. And I say that nobody will ever 100% know themselves, you know. Mm. And that's like not the message I'm trying to get out there. But I think having a good understanding of what you want, what you like, what you bring to the table. what you can do if things don't work out, how you problem solve, but then understanding there's another person and how you're going to blend that. Not perfectly, but in harmony, like just, just flow, just flow Mm -hmm. with the other person. I've seen people actually like, I'm actually (laughs) actively 
looking at marriages that are successful. Wow. That's what I actively look at because yeah. I think like what we said in the beginning, we were used to seeing destruction or yes. finding a relationship. I don't know how your parents' marriage was, mm. but maybe that could be a reason why too. And I think um, just looking for marriages that work yes. and nothing's ever hundred percent. So back to the question, I think you need to hundred percent, not hundred percent, but you know, know yourself and yeah. uh, know what you like, what you don't like, what you bring to the table. Mm. Um, Having hobbies is very important. I encourage them. Yes. Like single or not, because sometimes like I've been home for two weeks with my kid because her daycare had an outbreak with COVID. But like you, I realized how much more hobbies I need in my life. (laughs) Like I spent like at least two days out of these like couple days just on the couch. And I was like, ew, that's not Mm. cute. You know, like I have to clean my kitchen. Like there's so much organizing to do. So building hobbies, like always remembering it's you first before this other person. Mm, I I don't think I get the best advice. I I don't know. if No, that's great. (laughs) It was great because I think it's important for people to understand you have to be an individual before you are a couple Um, and hobbies are a very good part, a very good point to that because you're learning your own interests right a part of this whole self-love journey for myself was discovering oh I really love nature oh I really love I love foraging for mushrooms I was actually just like I love doing these kinds of things I I love doing those kind of things I found out that I like taking pictures I like you know there's things I enjoy but it only came from getting to know myself right and so I want to ask you how do you think your intuition plays a role with knowing yourself because I agree with you you won't know yourself completely um but how do you think it plays a part um I think it gives me understanding um especially in um I used to be very combative Mm, I used to always I'm so surprised (laughs) in high school so sweet wow if someone was to come back from my past and tell you about Casey in high school it would be like oh yeah Casey it'd be this way you know because I was super combative about Mm. everything like I would fight you because you said the wrong thing to me you know Mm. so I think my intuition and self-love teaches me when to have patience not everything deserves an argument True. Not True. everything deserves my backlash. Not everything I have to protest for, mm-hmm. you know, and the world doesn't revolve around me. People have their own issues, True. you know? So true. my intuition tells me to stop, stop, Casey. That person probably like left their house and they had a whole bunch of like shit going on before or stuff going on before they came here, you know? Yeah. My wow. intuition just guided me right now. My mom is always telling me to stop um, swearing when <laughs> I'm doing these interviews. And I said shit, then I said something else. Yeah, I did. You did. I realized like, you caught yourself. Like, Thank you. You know? <laughs> I <laughs> slipped too. Said. It's okay. But I understand. <laughs> so, yeah, just guiding me to take patience in um, my emotions. Like, wow. stop. Growth is what it sounds like. It is. You know, I'm never wow. perfect about those things, but I'm 100% different, like, wow. than who I used to be in that sense. Like, yeah, for wow. sure. Uh, what I also hear from you is a real curiosity um, mm-hmm. to get to know yourself, to get to yes. know what are these things? Yeah. What is that like for you to really cultivate or how can people really cultivate um, that curiosity in themselves? Spending time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what I did, um, especially in the beginning, was going to the movies by myself, bringing myself on dates. Nice. I love it. Oh, if you've never done it before. It's the best plan to, but COVID happened. So I know. I still have other places by myself. (laughs) Going to the movies by myself, going to a restaurant by myself, going shopping by myself. The stuff that people will tell you, oh my God, you're doing that by yourself. Yeah, I am. I love it. The only thing about going to movies by yourself is like when you buy like a whole bunch of food, you can't just like go pee. Like, you know, (laughs) true. You can't eat your stuff. (laughs) That's the only con, but (laughs) you gotta go before it. like have and I don't think it needs to be boring like um in the beginning too I would always google how do I love myself you know Mm -hmm. go on google go on youtube but watch all these people's videos and like oh today I washed my hair and I went for a walk in the park and it's like okay let me go do that (laughs) did I like it no no I did not (laughs) because I'm trying to steal someone's blueprint Mm -hmm. like yeah you know so I had to really like go out and really do for me. I can tell Mm. you, I don't 
enjoy journaling 100%. I literally only journal when I'm in my feelings. Like, I'm not going to sit here and journal about a happy day. Like, I don't have, I'm too happy. I'm sorry. (laughs) See, I'm the opposite. I love to journal. I journal almost every night. Yeah. There you go. To each his own. Like, for me, that doesn't cultivate my self love. Mm. Dancing cultivates my self love. When I get up, I like to hear music. Um, I can dance for hours and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not the best dancer. I just move my hips, you, you know? just gotta move, I you go know? with the flow <laughs> and I have a good time, you know, yeah. I think my daughter's getting into something. Okay. Imani? Okay. She's just getting into some papers. It's okay. okay. Um, and I just have a good She's time. like, mommy's not looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to like, after. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I think that's so um, important to understand that. Yeah, yeah, it's so important. Just just do things that make you happy, that really, mm. oh, they make your soul excited. Do things mm. that you want to come back to. Like mm. I even during the pandemic, I found out that I'm a painter. Like nice. I, I make some wow. wicked paintings. Like mm. I'm an artist, you know? So those things make me want to come back. I like having my girls over, you know, we have a drink of wine, you know, mm. I used to have parties at least every Friday, like, you know, just have my girls over, we talk, we relax, stuff like that. They cultivate yeah. my self-love. They bring me a sense of community, bringing people mm. to my house. They understand me. They're in my world. You know, I share yeah. things with them. So like I said, doing things that cultivate your happiness, yeah. your blueprint. So when I tell people about self-love, as I always remind people, I do it for myself first. Whatever mm. I post is my accountability. I use wow. Instagram as my accountability partner. If I do affirmations every morning, it's because I'm reminding myself I need affirmations every morning. If I post a reel about who I used to be, it's because I'm reminding myself that I used to be that person. Do not follow my book, my blueprint, but use it as guidance to say, okay, wow. I can create my own. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. And that's just it. That's awesome. To be honest, and a perfect segue, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about mm-hmm. your self-love and how that came to be. Um, mm-hmm. And really what you're, let's just start there. How did that come to yeah. be? <laughs> so like I explained before, mm-hmm. um, my child's father had the account and, you know, he gave it to me, but self-love came the, the, what it is now. Yes. Um, yes. It's, it's, it came to be from my curiosity. I like that word that mm-hmm. you use to understand me more. Like yeah. I've always been on uh, a confusion about who I was mm-hmm. like since forever. Like I didn't know what I liked. I remember finishing college. I went to school for ECE and I hated ECE the whole time I was in school. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? When I had left the college, I had said to myself, oh, I'm not going to pursue a job in a daycare. And then I did exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. And here I am six years later in the field. Wow yeah (laughs) it's okay it happens girl yeah and then I had um I had a lot of moments where I was like what do I want who am I who am I and I can truly say now six years later I do love being in the field because Mm. learning about myself more makes me understand why I like working with kids I I'm I'm always excited I love the curiosity of children no day is ever the same you may have routines but no day with any child is ever the same (laughs) <laughs> you know kids remind you how how innocent this world can be like yeah. they remind you of the truest form of self-love because yeah. they're at a point in their life where nobody's influencing them but them That's you know true. if yeah. i have a kid in the class who says i don't want to drink out that green cup he ain't drinking out that green cup okay <laughs> yes so they remind me of a sense of autonomy a sense of authority mm. so i i love it i i love it i'm excited to be with children you know wow. so yeah yeah i love that I you said that sense of authority um, they have it because we we have lost that right we have oh, lost that yes. uh, through the the experiences in our life um mm-hmm. that we let shape us right instead of learning from them they shaped who we became yes um, and I love that you said because I feel like that's the hardest thing now once you learn mm-hmm. yourself is to now stand in that authority I think that's what mm-hmm. is that is what you're doing on your page to be honest yeah um it's helping people to stand in their own right once you learn how to love yourself more you're not yeah. going to fall for certain things you're going to know what you want you're going to know you want that green cup or you don't want that green cup <laughs> exactly right I was like I don't want that today you know yeah you know, and, and I love how with children especially it's a full stop mm-hmm. right I don't want it done like yeah I think now as adults we we kind of learn to um 
take it care is. of other people's emotions. Yes. And yes. Their responses. Um, and instead of just saying no, we say, oh no, but you know, yes. so just like, no, it's just no. I don't want to. Say no. <laughs> I, I don't want it. My daughter is 18 months. All I hear is no. <laughs> No. And if she doesn't want to eat, she's throwing everything off the floor. I mean, that's nasty wow. behavior, mm. right? And nasty behavior. But I, I I love it a little bit because I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to eat right now. Let me throw it on the floor. <laughs> Can I be so free? <laughs> Perfection is always needed because we do stand in a society that judges us for what we do a lot of the time. Yeah. So yeah. that's where it comes in. But I love, I love working with children. I love where I am out of my life. I, I literally love my life like I love my life I love where I'm at whether I have bad days or good days I love it I love it I I wouldn't trade my life for anything yeah I think that is the perfect point uh to wrap us up off because how can you or if you can share maybe a Mm -hmm. last nugget of information how people can learn to just Mm -hmm. love their life a little bit more Take life one day at a time, you know. Um, I think when we come to the understanding that life has a lot of crap in it, mm-hmm. just as it has a lot of good things in it, you'll just learn to deal with the crap. Um, a lot of what life is is how we react to things. I made oh, a post yeah. today about this. We're never actually what whatever's happening to us now is never actually happening. It's what we create mm-hmm. in our head. Mm-hmm. So we're creating, like me saying this, I thought about it before it came out, you yes. know. We're always just creating. So if, for example, something bad is happening to you, don't react like something bad is happening to you. Just say, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Where's my solutions? Because we have all the answers inside of us. Nobody needs to tell us anything. We all know the answers. So to love life, just Mm. take it one day, one moment, one second at a time. Truly. I love that. Really? I just I, I wrote that down. We're all just creating that's we all, all we're doing solutions at all times. I love that. I love at all that. times. Uh life flows from you, huh? Yeah. Alignment, yeah. right? Like we wouldn't be in this space today, you and I, if we True. weren't aligned. That's it. We're both True. on the journey of self-love. And I remember reading about this in um the book. She was saying, when you get on this journey. You are going to meet people. They're just going to come to your doorstep. That's it. Like they're going to come wow. to your doorstep because you guys are in alignment. I didn't understand that back then. Like mm. I was like, okay, someone's going to come to my doorstep. <laughs> now I'm like, look, all the opportunities that I have created for myself in just a matter of like, I went back on my account in January and wow. it's May now. And the, yeah, the growth is unreal. So when they wow. say consistency in, in life brings you somewhere, I am the definition of that. Like wow. I, I've gained like 400 followers in like three months. Wow. Well, let's drop that handle one more right? time. <laughs> dear self-love, love is spelled L-U-V, everybody. Okay? Yes, yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Casey, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you. This has been an amazing conversation. It really has. It really oh. has. Oh, so reflecting. I loved it. Welcome to the FYFM outro. (sighs) Hello, hello. How did you enjoy the episode? Tell me about it. I'd love to hear. Send me an email at followyourfirstmindpodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Rafiat Ahmed underscore co. Send me a DM and let me know. Okay, now it's time for something a little different. I want to switch up the way I'm doing the outros here. So let me know what you think. I'm calling our outros intuitive prompts. So if you remember in past episodes or last season, I did a reflective question or reflective journal prompt at the end and it's still fall on that vein so it will be a prompt in which you can journal it might be a movement um, or something that's action or action oriented it might be a quiet reflective moment or however you choose to go about it because it is still an intuitive prompt so I'm going to give you a question or something like that and you take it from there because guys 
experiencing what you are learning has been everything to me and a game changer in how I live my life. And I really want you to get something out of this that you can use, implement, and actually help you to shift your life. And you don't necessarily have to, um, you know, pay for help or like eventually, yes, you should definitely invest in yourself. But I remember being in a moment where I didn't have it and I couldn't even imagine doing that. It wasn't even just about the money. It was just, I wasn't ready to ask for help in that way. And so what I did was watch YouTube videos, read books, and so, and listen to podcasts. And so I want my podcast to be the same for you if that's where you are. If you want to work with me, definitely girl, come on over or man, come on over. I got you. But this podcast is not just about that. All right. So my intention for the intuitive prompt is to really create an environment to foster growth and strengthen our intuition, which honestly I believe is one of the ever most important information highways of our entire being. So being as in our physical form, our mental form, our spiritual form, the energy, like every plane of our being. It is also just one way, but granted, my way. I use to deepen my experience and my intimacy with my God and myself. And honestly, it has been my path to freedom. And it could be yours too, if you wanted to. So I'm going to give you the prompt, but do you want to stay Stick around after the prompt for more information on what's coming up in my world to yours. All right, here's intuitive prompt for today. What does love mean to you? Or what does intimacy mean to you? Hey you, just sharing a little bit more about what is coming up in my world and I'd love to have you join me. So question, have you ever felt like, God, where are you? I'm following what you told me to do, yet things are falling apart. Shoot, I'm falling apart. I mean, every step forward, something happens and it feels like you are three steps back. Who can relate? Come on, y'all. I cannot be the only one. And so through my journey of going through that, I have birthed a line power group mastermind, and it's going to be something special. In it, we're going to work alongside each other as we co-create and experience the life we desire in peace and with healthy self-love and esteem. I will be your guide and facilitator in the wilderness. You know, as in the place where you are right now, frustrated, exhausted, and wondering where is God and the promises he swore over your life. Girl, I get it. I get it. All right. We'll be using the tools and methods I have used to heal trauma, crush limiting beliefs, come into alignment, and live a life I love now. Not later, when I get that job, get married, get that money. You guys know who I'm talking to. (laughs) That was once me too. Trust me, you know, I've been there. And we're going to journey together and come out on the other side, as Pharrell says, shining like a new feather, blessings on blessings, etc. (laughs) This is not just about what you're going to learn from me, but it's about us. This group will be a soft space for shared wisdom and experiences. We'll journey together over six months where there will be plenty of room for rest, flow, and joy. And life, because it's still happening. Why six months? Well, true transformation and the greatest things take time. The truth is, you've already tried quick, fast, and hard methods to get to where you want to be. And we're still here. So 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. No shade, but I've been there. Let's go. It's time to choose a more restful, joyful, and inflow way. It's a more divine, feminine approach to spirituality and personal development. And truly, we just can't rush God. It's about his time, not ours, but more on that with our time together. We will be building a beautiful, solid foundation for your new life. And it's going to be challenging, beautiful, exciting, and heartbreaking. Yet, yet, I promise you that you will leave a new woman feeling more peaceful and more powerful. Just show up for yourself and give yourself grace each day and we're going to make it boom. We're going to be just like Yvonne Orji in Bamboozled by Jesus. Y'all, come on. We're trying to get to the other side. <laughs> for those who love to know the details, it's an immersive experience of hybrid of online and in person. Enrollment is now open. Click the link in the show notes or head over to rafiatamid.com. That's R-A-F as in Frank, I-A-T. A-H-M-E-D.com. For those who want to see what it's all about before jumping in, or you just want to like be in this space, <laughs> but you're not ready to commit to a program, come out to hike and meditate half-day retreats. They are spiritual and personal development experiences. To register, head over to racketamid.com slash experiences. Or check the show notes for the link to register and to get all the juicy details. Anyways, that's all for now. Live life fearlessly. Thanks for listening. To support our show, please subscribe or download your favorite episode or leave us a review on your listening platform of choice. Bye, y'all.